now it is that time of a Wednesday afternoon when we start talking about food and I start drooling on the microphone and uh, here to answer your food related questions and to tell us what we're having for dinner tonight is celebrity chef Paul Travaux of Travaux's Kitchen. Uh, Paul you're very welcome. Thank you very much. Great to Delighted be Delighted to have you all the way up from Kerry. Fair play to you. Tell me this, um, we're having something quite traditional but with a twist this evening. Yeah, I just wanted to tell people how to make a bacon and cabbage. Sounds really simple but the reason why is because coming up to can you say the, the C word so I think you can yeah by Ever- which he means Christmas yeah every, everyone's always wondering about how to cook the turkey and it's not 20 minutes a pound that's why everyone in Ireland eats dry turkey every Christmas because they won't listen to me but they will eventually but the thing is is that the temperature of ovens changed from 100 years ago but the temperature of boiling water has never changed from a million years ago so it's still 20 minutes a pound Bring it up to the boil and nice and get extra ham. I keep saying this all the time. Get extra so you've got more for tomorrow or ham sandwiches for the kids, whatever, for the next three or four days and let it simmer away for 20 minutes a pound. Now, here's where we do the cabbage. My mother, she'll kill me for saying this, she would throw the cabbage in at the same time as the ham 20, 30 years ago. But what I want you to do is to slice it up nice and thin put it into a frying pan, knob of butter, a little bit of oil, and then take a ladle full of the bacon liquor, throw that into the cabbage, and just saute it away, saute it away, nice gentle heat for about 15... So you're not tw- boiling the Yeah, absolutely, because what happens with cabbage when you boil it too much, it gets quite bitter. So a lot of people are afraid of making a white sauce or a parsley sauce or a bechamel sauce. So we're going to make the sauce in the cabbage. So as it's kind of reducing down, reducing down, then we're going to add in nice little Dijon mustard, maybe French mustard or whole grain mustard, whatever you have inside. This already sounds delicious. Yeah, and now here's the greatest thing for everyone who's on a diet whack in a load of cream okay <laughs> so and you're going to reduce that down until it all thickens and thickens and thickens and then all of a sudden you've got beautiful cabbage lovely flavour off it season it well rock salt pepper and you can be a little bit adventurous throw in a few bits and pieces fresh herbs if you want a little bit of tarragon a little bit of thyme or something like that and then that's your sauce so you've got creamed cabbage there basically absolutely yeah. delicious and it takes out all the fear of kind of making your white sauce and how the hell do I make this and how do people panic. I don't like white sauce anyway yeah. to be honest and then you serve it with spuds you can do boiled spuds baked spuds roast whatever you want to do even just mashed potato but I wouldn't go mashed potato on this one because you're kind of creamy cabbage is the mashed the kind of thing that you need on the meal so go with a boiled spud or a nice baked potato and actually uh, I weirdly had the creamy sauce with my own cabbage in my own house on Sunday and cream and cabbage go really well together don't they well, I'm it's like cream spinach is lovely it's, it's like anything deep fried is fantastic anything with cream and <laughs> butter for me I just have a cream and butter sandwich perfect that, that gets me going <laughs> in the day snort <laughs> but actually that sounds like what I eat as well ah, listen we probably should move on from how unhealthy we're, we're steering people loads of questions are coming in for you though Paul no problem um, and this is a very trendy one and I'd love to know the answer to it mm. um, Paul would you know how to make an easy sourdough bread recipe and the technique for it and what's the best way to store it sourdough bread is everywhere now in all the hipstery shops around here yeah. I'd love and they taste delicious is it hard to make? It, there's a lot of work that goes involved so first of all you got to make your starter culture out of it and look the best thing I'd always say and I know Gaz would say it as well when he's on is, is to YouTube your actual recipe but it's all about making your starter culture letting the yeast ferment letting it all come to life uh, and then you kind of add to it add to it add to it and once you have a starter culture then that's the hard part it's forever Can you menu. buy that stuff in like a health food shop or something yeah. some kind of a, a, a pre a, a active I'm not talking absolute rubbish here next yeah. I don't <laughs> but is there like pre-activated yeasty things yeah, you can buy I mean, to just add to a bit of our flour it's, it's actually you can make a real simple basic one which is basically just a little bit of flour and water and then the natural yeast in the air will come into it and that will start fermenting it and that will get it going but for sourdough I mean for the work that goes into it there's so many good bakers out there if you want my honest opinion if you can get something that's top quality buy it 
really absolutely not really worth the hassle no I mean like just spend more time on getting good quality ingredients to go on the sourdough you know get, oh, get more a, butter and yeah, cream yeah, absolutely well, that's a given now at this stage yeah. but and I mean, the ham that we've just sliced up that we've just boiled absolutely um, yeah I, 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 I've never made a loaf of bread in my life well maybe like a banana bread or something when yeah, I know yeah. bananas but that's uh, uh, bread bacon is, is, a, is a gift someone says Paul what is the best chicken to buy is it organic is it free range is it supermarket or what well, what I say to people here is very simple, is buy the best chicken that you can afford. There's, there's no, no point me on the radio saying go out and spend 25 quid on an organic free range chicken when all of a sudden it's putting pressure on people. So buy the best chicken you can afford. If you're learning to say how to portion up a chicken or how to spatchcock a chicken or something like that, get the supermarket chicken. I don't care what anyone says. Get the supermarket and practice on the cheapest one that you can. But for flavour, there's no doubt about it. Free range, organic, there's absolutely, the one out the back garden, that's the best you can get. If you were buying a regular owl chicken in, in Tesco or somewhere, or at, but at the butcher counter, can you ask them to spatchcock it? Can you ask them to whack the back out of it and squash yeah, it down and stuff? Absolutely. But that's why I always say build a great relationship with your local butcher. Yeah, because, butchers are nice. Because they'll do it straight away. Now, there are some supermarkets that have got good butchers inside yeah. them as well and they will do it as well. Yeah, but it's actually very, very simple. A good scissor. I recommend people who haven't done it before use a kitchen scissors. I do it with a knife because the knife's not going to slip or anything with me doing it. But for if you're a bit worried about it, just turn it over on its back and get a good kitchen scissor. Really? Chicken bones, that's why they say never give them to a dog. They're so brittle. They're so, so you can, yeah, you can snip straight uh, through Yeah, my local supermarkets, Super Value and yeah. Tesco, where I live, great, but like lovely behind the counter. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. And you go in and, you, and I ask them questions as well because yeah. I don't know everything uh, about meat and things. Um, someone says, Hi, Paul, I have a group of friends coming over for brunch this Sunday. They, oh, they sound terrible. They are all either gym bunnies or on a constant health kick or in full on slimming mode on a diet any healthy suggestions as to what I can serve that sounds miserable yeah find new friends would be the first thing because <laughs> if you're having brunch is brunch not a bit of an indulgence uh, absolutely I mean there's diet prosecco you can go with something like that if you want no, look if you're having brunch go for it what do you want me to say have a nice avocado and well bring eggs it. is still uh, yeah eggs absolutely. is still okay but isn't it you see people need to understand that there's nothing wrong with eating food actual food I mean just go out and, here's what you do organise a yoga party afterwards and go out and do your stretches after you've had your two slices of bacon and your fried egg there's absolutely <laughs> nothing wrong with that just don't tell them not to eat ten slices of bacon and then they're fine so all healthy natural food is is fine as a kind of an add-on question somebody else has said how do I make uh, porridge creamy without milk or cream a lot of people now porridge went from being kind of when we were kids my mother used to yeah, offer us porridge and it. you were like oh, porridge yeah. whereas now it's porridge is a bit trendy would something like porridge be good here and you could have your little toppings I'm, I'm trying to imagine doing stop, this stop, right? stop, <laughs> stop, you have stop, a bit of sprinkles of, of whatnots, <laughs> whatever I, I tell you if you actually make porridge properly you don't need to put in any any cream or any milk or whatever you just bring it up re- the key to it is really slowly and the porridge oats themselves become naturally creamy yeah, they then do, as well they release yeah. it's not star- is it starch I don't know what they release they release something they go kind of Gloopy. Exactly, yeah. And so add in a little bit more water. So that was the problem. Like our parents used to give us, like, it was like wallpaper paste and you're looking at it and there was no flavour and there was probably a handful of salt thrown into it as well because apparently that makes a great idea. But I mean, if you get, get a bowl of porridge or something like that, have your natural yogurts, have your wild honey, have a selection of berries, Definitely have bacon. This is, the, the gym bunnies couldn't complain now if you're given porridge and a few a few nuts and berries. That's, Absolutely. That's bang on, yeah. isn't it? And you'll know who your real friends are. You have to have bacon. Bacon goes with everything. I think bacon too, but yeah. po- maybe a few poached eggs. And the avocado, and then people think you're trendy. There you go. See, we have it sorted. You don't we need have, me here at all. Somebody says, <laughs> mushy peas, soak or non-soak. Mushy peas are gross. 
Oh no 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 no! I've, <laughs> I've never eaten a mushy pea in my life. I guarantee you, I'll give you mushy peas, and you go, Mother of God, I haven't lived. So here's what happened to me, right? I don't know that I will. <laughs> we we used to always have the mushy peas at home with mum and dad. Or dad, I should say, dad did the cooking, and it was always the soak overnight. So I used to do that with my family, and then of course one night you forget to put on the bloody kettle and the tablet, and I had a packet of these non-soak or these um, yeah non-soak mushy peas. So they were done in ten minutes. Here's the key. Guess what's going into it? A big knob of butter. Pro- uh, proper, yes. proper butter. Salt and pepper. And it kills me to say it, but I don't care. It actually tastes lovely. Just a couple of sprinkles of aromat seasoning. Really? I'm telling you, that in between two slices of bread. <laughs> a pea sandwich. Uh, a pea sandwich. That's I'm, for the gym buddies now. I'm telling now. you. <laughs> um, I, I'm afraid of mushy peas. I, to be honest, I'll tell you, there's a few things I've... Oh God, I'm, I shouldn't be saying this. But anyway, there's a few things I've never eaten in my life. And I only ate porridge as an adult because I didn't like mush. But I've never eaten Weetabix and I've never eaten mushy peas because texture and food... Yeah, yeah. I sound like I'm really neurotic about food. I'm actually, I eat anything really. Well, not snails. Yeah. but Or oysters. But textures and foods I'm funny about. And mushy peas are very mushy. They frighten me. Yeah, but you see, they're actually kind of like a mashed potato. And it's just... It has to be the flavour. It's all about... You've got to season them properly. If you do that with mushy peas, trust me, they're your biggest. You're going to have them every Christmas. Someone says, uh, Paul, I love lamb, but I can't afford a leg of lamb. It's very expensive. There's not that many of us. Is there an alternative cut that I can use? That's a good question. Yeah. Well, I tell you, do you know what's actually brilliant for it? And it's the same flavour. It's actually the shoulder of lamb. So if you bone and roll, or ask your butcher again to bone and roll the shoulder of lamb and then roast it like the leg of lamb, it's absolutely fantastic. And is that a bit smaller and a bit cheaper? It's, it's definitely cheaper because it kind of any joint in, a, in an animal that works more is kind of going to be a little bit cheaper. So it take, tends to have to cook a little bit longer as well. But if you're getting, if you've got a really good butcher as well, the belly of lamb is, oh, the flavour of Bel- the belly I've of lamb. I've heard of belly of pork. Belly yeah, of lamb is a Absolutely, thing? it's a thing, yeah. Now you probably need to go to a hogger. It probably needs to be a slightly bigger animal. But again, you bone and roll that, stuff it. Very simple, tin of chopped tomatoes, half a bottle of red wine, chopped mushrooms, onions, garlic, bang it in, leave it there for about four hours. Forget about it. And you'll have an absolute fantastic Sunday roast. We're almost out of time, but this is a mad question. I have five minutes to make a meal and I want something healthy. What do you suggest? What can you make in five minutes? Good takeaway. That's <laughs> what I always say is what I always say. <laughs> say Deborah, all the wrong things. That's why I say about the bacon and cabbage. Cook more because you slice up two bits of bacon that you had cooked the day before. Leave it in a bit of simmering water. Five minutes later, there you go. You got bacon and cabbage again. You can do that three days later. Leftovers after. are the only. No, I totally agree. And there's yeah. also waste not whatnot. Yeah, this five minute meal nonsense is exactly that nonsense. Love it. Thank you very much. That is our celebrity chef today, Paul Truveau. I'm afraid we're out of time. I don't know if it's Moncrief or Tom Dunn up next. Sean Sean Moncrief is up next. Stay tuned for him. But my thanks as ever to Peter Malloy on sound, to Claire Darmody, Emma Colley and Ross Leahy. I won't be back tomorrow at 12. I will be back though at 12 o'clock on Friday for Unscripted. Get your parenting questions into us because News Talk is going all about the parents this week. We'd love to talk to you. But someone will be back. I think it's probably Susan tomorrow with Lunchtime Live at 12. From me, Kira. have a wonderful day. Thank you for talking. Thank you for listening.